Listener, this is your intrepid host, TJ, taking you into the inner workings of the lower divisions, maybe a place you're familiar with or someplace you just want to be a tourist of and find out what it's like to to be us. I'm uh, coming to you today from a little bit of a different recording location. It is an icy day and we find ourselves recording at home with massively in the background the jingle jangle of snorts of dogs but uh you know I'm welcoming you into to my life as I share and reach out and we uh bond over this thing that we both love and at times hate together which is FIFA Ultimate Team so got a few things right off the top you know I had to apologize last week because I used the the s word you know soccer despite there being an argument that that was the first word for football but I'm no, we're not gonna have that argument here. So, anyway, more importantly, um, I had uh, said and declared that there would be no chance that I would end up with a blue card, and I knew that going in because the odds were so small and stacked against, and you know, did not necessarily include the honorable mentions in there. We know that their weight is a little bit better, and I have to say, I did pack. Some honorable mentions. So I do have some blue cards in my team, aside from Bale, who I know also in retrospect from last is not a team of the year, right? A f- flashback during team of the year that is also blue, and maybe the Pogba also, you know, but white. So anyway, but blue cards nonetheless, they counted for me. But yes, for those of you that maybe took exception to me calling Bale a team of the year card, I. I do apologize and beg your forgiveness, but I did get a Fakir, and I ended up with a a, a Mike M out of the uh, the Serie A league in my to to goalkeep, which I was using his gold card. You know, solid, good reactions, well worth it, um, and uh, a Brimmer. So a nice, uh, you know, center back action. Eighty seven. I've uh, played with him a little bit. He's been he's been okay, but. Um, beyond that, I also ended up packing a Courtois. Now, of the team of the years, I suppose if I wanted to be all complainy and be like, you know, probably the cheapest, it's untradeable, so I don't care. Being Mbappe, it's still going to be zero coins. So at the end of the day, and he does help my, you know, winter wildcard cruise. Uh, get on Kim and things like that when Courtois was somebody that I had in goal previous so I was able to swap in now a 96 and so I have to say I've I've enjoyed that experience but I did end up packing a blue you know with my 50 some odd packs plus a bunch of no man left behind and SBCs and all that kind of noise um the uh pack that I got Courtois out of though was one that I had held on to from the World Cup I think it was the 84 by 10 you know one of the the big the big packs and uh, it was one of the last ones that ended up opening but uh that's that's where I found him so Anyway, hopefully y'all also found that the uh, pack weight and ability to open a bunch of packs is is working out for you. I know some streamers are struggling. There have been accounts of 
millions and millions of coins worth of packs based on that little fake math thing that is available to figure out your overall pack worth and have yet to like pack a blue. So I am not complaining with Mike Courtois and as he's been fantastic in goal. So that's been, that's been good. So, so I apologize. Yeah, I was wrong. I'll be the first one to admit it. So, and while we're on the, the, the admissions angle, I must also admit to you that I, uh, I creeped into division four. Right now, I know this is a division five and below, but make no mistake here in two days, I'm right back in six. And if that's any indication of last season, I will be there for a while. But uh, I have a couple of thoughts and ideas and things. And today's episode actually kind of revolves around, uh, you know, this newfound success, what to kind of make of it, how to be prepared for it. Did, you know, I do anything different or did the game change? And so I thought um, that would be the, the crux of our discussion today. I've gone out and found some data and information that i you know gonna share that may or may not shed light on on some of this and uh we'll we'll see where it goes from there so getting um right into it my first bit that i want to talk about in terms of like why at the end of the season you might find yourself jumping up into another division where games seem easier all of a sudden and then you go from like struggle 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 then last few four or five days of the season you find yourself on a roll um and uh the first thing i did want to talk about was just the dynamics of a game and the way seasons and ending on ladder um i imagine most of you play other games um maybe in a competitive way maybe that have ladder systems um and you've probably found that towards the end of the season frequently in those games as well you can find yourself able to climb a little bit faster or easier than maybe you did before and you know why is that the case Uh, i think the uh, most basic answer is that a lot of people get to a point where they feel like they've achieved where they want to go and so they stop playing and so that means there are fewer folks that are playing that are vying for those spots so you're more likely to run into people that are trying to climb from below you than you are necessarily people that are above just playing for funsies or a longer term kind of growth. For example, I'm in division four in the next two days. I'm not getting to division three. I'm not that kind of a player when it, you know, you went, so you feel like you've kind of, you know, hit there. Um, I could maybe work my way through a little bit, but it's also a nice respite to be like, you know, really worked hard, found like I've achieved a level that I'm happy with. And it's just kind of a big sigh of relief. And, you know, maybe play some, you know, something else or take a break or, you know, talk to, you know, family members or friends, you know, things that you have, you know, given up during this team of the year slash FIFA thing we do. So, um, so that's one thing. I think there's a dynamic to the end of the season that allows for it to maybe be a little bit easier to climb. And that's why a lot of us find ourselves getting into that right in the nick of time. Right. Um, but uh, I think the larger thing that got me there, because not only did I do that, but I was able to qualify for weekend league a little bit easier. And I had mentioned this briefly in past podcasts, and I'm going to mention it a little bit more in depth and talk specifically about why it works. But um, coaching and feedback had a 100% impact on my ability to move up at the rate that I did. And so, uh, in particular, I'd mentioned that I had done some uh, live coaching sessions 
with a you know a very skilled FIFA player that gave me feedback really focused on offensive elements of the game and how to vary that up and that's definitely like in his wheelhouse and you know he gave me a lot of really good advice there and I started scoring more goals um and then I submitted some gameplay um to uh footcoaching.com which you probably have listened to that podcast at some point or another and their method is they take the gameplay and then they uh give you feedback and return you a video that has that with some examples of your gameplay being able to be broken down. Super helpful and handy. Let me know what I need to look for in game. A very visual reference. It's nice to get immediate feedback after a game. Um, and I, you know, incorporated that, took notes, used that. But being able to see visually going back and be like, oh, here is what's good. This is what's bad. And that made it a lot easier to kind of get that visual element that you don't get and along with some really you know good basic advice and kind of pointing out and the you know reasons and behind that and so incorporating um that which also turned out to be more focused on my defense uh by putting uh that along with what i'd been getting better in terms of uh some skill moves and uh, trying to be a little bit more varied in my offensive attack i was able to you know get on this role and so um, but it did not come immediately. It wasn't like, oh, now a, flitch, a switch has been flipped. Rather, um, played a, a chunk of games. I've been working on like tactics and a particular setup, and I've been spending a lot of time working on that and trying to get a consistent one that I enjoy. And so whenever finally that kind of came together along with getting a little bit more comfortable and better at skill moves and being able to do that along with, you know, coaching. And then of course, team of the year, uh, pack pools of different things, been able to get some really good players, whether via crafting or packing or not even caring about chemistry. And, uh, all those things kind of came together, I think, to, to propel me. And one of the, I got, I'm going to say a contributing factor is, you know, after the pod last week, I talked a lot about, keeping a positive mindset and things like that. And, and I really, you know, realized that I was just kind of talking at you about it. Um, and that I, for one, am very data driven. And one of the things that I enjoy out of the podcasts and the YouTubes and the different things is like, what can I take away from this? What kind of, you know, insight or whatever. Um, and uh, in addition to all that coaching stuff, for example, one insight that I, you know, that uh, popped up this uh, week in one of the podcasts was that as an older gamer, which I definitely fall into, uh, that trying to compete with folks that have faster reaction times that are younger, you know, with that high press, 70-something press, things like that, that it was just too hard. So instead decided to slow the game down and that, you know, messes with folks in its own way, just like, you know, off-speed pitches versus trying to, you know, as a pitcher, just bowl people over. And so I decided to kind of embrace that as an older, slower gamer at a, you know, in lower divisions than this particular individual. But um, it really did, uh, you know, get off that sprint button and all of those things and combining all that together and trying to see the game that way. uh, And it made, you know, a a large bit of difference. Um, And this comes after some very, very rough weeks of just banging head against the wall and like why isn't this getting better and did am I wasting my time on this and all these other types of things and so um what I wanted to talk about today was briefly just kind of a let's look at the 
group of folks that we play with in terms of the community size and some numbers just to give us some perspective. And then uh, the real focus today, I wanted to talk about this concept that maybe you've heard before or not, but um, it's a growth mindset. This is the idea that like, you know, failings are first attempts in learning, for example, and that uh, we have to go into it. We can't get down on ourselves and things don't go well because that's, you know, how we're going to get better at something. And if you just dip your head and you're like, oh, I suck at this, you're never going to get better instead of like, you know, oh, you know, I just got to keep, you know, going at it. And so um, uh, I just wanted to and got a couple of different things I thought uh, maybe uh, that you could think about that might help you so that here at the end of the season or even better at the beginning of next one, uh, get off to a, a strong start and be able to kind of fight through some of those early days of divisions, which I know can be very brutal as everybody kind of comes down and, uh, you know, some folks that maybe stayed or are getting back into it. And so we find that uh, and with the quality of the cards, it's going to, you know, it's going to get rough. So we might also have a drop off in the player base. So uh, with all of those, I think, uh, you know, getting our minds in the right place, especially for those of us that are, you know, struggling there in these bottom divisions to not just kind of want to throw your hands up and give up and go play a bunch of Fortnite or, you know, Hogwarts or whatever else you've got on your horizons. Anyway, with that in mind, the first thing I wanted to talk about was the size of the player base. Now, um, the article that I found, uh, which is from uh, charlieintel.com, said specifically it's almost impossible to know how many folks play on console. All we really know for sure are PC Steam numbers, which 30-day uh, peak was 109,000 folks. Now, I know cross-play, some of that's getting adjusted, some of you have it turned off, but the only reason I bring up this number um, is for Steam, that's a hundred and some odd thousand. And of that 16% of those in the United States, um, with another 6% in the UK, I think they're mainly on console action there versus PC. Uh, probably has a lot to do with those percentages, not, you know, representative of the overall player bases, uh, clearly. And, you know, takes into other parts of the world. But such a small number that's a hundred thousand i would assume that consoles you know could be five ten times it's hard like i said hard to know but just keep in mind that there are that many people playing at any given time which means there's such a large you know disparity in those regions and around you and the quality of the play and who's doing it that you know you can't really the the elo system in fifa uh, at the at the moment i would not say is super necessarily accurate i'm not even sure like within what divisions you can get pulled in and out of they aren't even going to really tell us so with a lot of that the reason that i point this out is like you know don't beat yourself up when you're getting waxed because it may have zero to do with you and more to do with like rng on who you're getting paired with at any given time when that's happening right um they said last player count was like 10.3 uh million players uh as of uh 10 13 22 so that was uh you know quite a bit ago and that 1.7 billion matches had been played as of November 1st, uh, 2022. So with those kinds of numbers, thinking about, you know, that, those, that kind of amount, it's just important to, the reason I say that is just to know how vast it is and how you can, you know, absolutely get discouraged, but should not knowing that there's such a large number of folks playing this game. 
which brings us really to the growth mindset. And what I wanted to talk about in particular, um, at least to start on, or at least talk about for this episode, um, was a really good article that actually was found in, uh, you know, Forbes Coaches Council. Now, this has a lot to do with being, you know, in professional like sports or in your profession in general or, you know, with anything. And so that's why these relate to a lot of stuff, but they are absolutely applicable to like FIFA. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. This particular article talked about five traits of successful folks. And uh, the first one um, is not one that we necessarily have to rely on very much. This is more for those folks at those upper echelons. But, um, or maybe you're like, why am I trapped in Division Six? I'm way better than this. I can skill everybody. I can do all this, you know, those types of things. Or you're in Division Three or Four, and you want to, you know, these are the things that go to that next level. A lot of it has to do with uh, that mindset. And the first one is that you should not rely on talent alone. That if you think about your Michael Jordans and LeBron Jameses of the world, not only are they uber talented but they're known as like super hard workers on their craft and so that's one of those areas where and you know that friend that can just pick something up and do it and if they ever spend any time working on it then they could be unbelievable at it maybe that's even you maybe this is the wake-up call you needed although I doubt you're listening to some old dude's podcast if you're, you know, a burgeoning young athlete. But, I mean, who knows? Maybe you accidentally clicked on something. Um, and uh, that was uh, the the second thing that we talk about a lot, and this is something in education that people talk about as well as out in the world, is the development of what we call grit, right? Resilience, the ability for things to go wrong and you not curl up in a little ball or break your controller or give up on everything, sell a quick sell your team and, you know, just be able to like, you know, handle the emotions that come with that. That's not to say that you should be emotionless or that you shouldn't let things get to you, but it's learning to know that, you know, hey, this too shall pass, right? That there will be dark times there. You're going to have to like, you know, learn to go through that. It's not just a matter of woe is me and get a bunch of self-pity. You just have to like, you know, take your lumps and move forward with that. And I mean, let's face it, that's like mostly FIFA. Um, the third one is that you should look at small steps. You should not be like, I'm going to be a pro player or elite player, or I'm going to get up to division, you know, make small manageable steps that you can do mine was to like i said originally at the beginning of this year i wanted to i wanted to get a red card which meant no i don't mean like go out and foul somebody i did that already too but that's not that was easier than uh, anyway i uh, was to get in the weekend league and like actually get a red player pick things along those lines which i was able to do you know right off the bat and so i was like oh, now you know uh, my new goal is to try to get to six wins, right? I've gotten to four. I talked about five last week. So, you know, I'm, I've got, you know, then, then once I get there, we'll readjust. Just like I wanted to get to Division 5. And then, you know, here I am in Division 4. So starting at Division 6 next minute, look at all these numbers. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, starting back there, you know, definitely, you know, Division 4, maybe can I go sniff three, right? Is that, you know, a possibility? But at the end of the day, this whole new, it's a new season, so I'm not going to put this pressure on like at, first thing I want to do is get out of division 6 especially after the way last season was. Maybe I get through that much faster. I'm like, "Whoa, mock mocks and then that helps you have momentum whereas if I'm like I want to get to division 4 and I get out of division 6, I'm not like, "Oh, now I got more to keep doing," right? And so it's just that kind of little mini motivation which might sound silly, but you know, mind is a powerful thing, right? You know compared to cocaine, which is a powerful drug, apparently, if you 
watch enough television. So anyway, um, and then the uh, fourth thing that they talk about is trusting your vision, which is more or less just like stay confident. Like you can do it. You've got an idea. You've, like, you've, you've thought this out. It's not a ridiculous plan. And trust that you can do it. Now, that's not to be like, if I trust that I can be the best in the world, then I will be the best in the world. Like, it doesn't, you know, doesn't work, you know, that way. So, um, thinking about your vision, again, goes back to the small steps, what you've got, what you kind of see, like, building onto, and where you're wanting to kind of go with that. And then lastly is take action. Right? You can have all these things, but if you're like, man, I'm frustrated, but all you do is just play games over and over and over again. You're not going uh, to the skill games thing. You're not trying to work on some set pieces. You're not uh, looking into like maybe different like tactics that will work within like your own particular setup. I don't necessarily think you should go and change everything. Uh, but if you find other like tactics within your particular formation or structure that you like, you can test some of those things out. You should, you know, always be, be doing that. You know, don't quit after a couple of goals down. You know, I cannot tell you how many times, you know, the ability to come back or folks that are using pressure situations and then don't do substitutes, things along those lines. Um, it's also how you're going to learn to beat that stuff. You know, adjust some of the things on your end, right? If you're getting beat constantly and everybody has 70 depth you don't need to have 71 depth I do every like when I look at these tactic banks I take all of their stuff and when it says 71 depth I'm like sweet and I put it on 53 because that's where I play because I am not pushing forward I'm not like gonna necessarily set back I'm not you know what would be considered a rat necessarily I want the ball I get the ball I try to make runs with the ball I'm not over the top and everything but at the same time, you know, I know those are things within the meta and how to deal with that. And so we all play the game differently. We all understand, like, this is what I'm willing to do. This is why I enjoy it. You know, you get frustrated, understand it. But the idea that you're like, oh, this isn't working, then do something about it, right? Whether that's uh, reach out and maybe instead of buying packs, you get somebody, you know, you get like a video evaluation of your play or you look back over at your play yourself, right? I know that's a game you're not playing because you're watching it, but I can't tell you how much you might be like, wow, what an idiot pass. Who is this? You're like, oh, wait, I'm that moron. So um, something to kind of think about when looking at that. You see like, oh, every time they score a goal on me, it's, you know, this is happening and I need to stop doing this, that, or the other. So something to kind of uh, think about as far as uh, that goes. So um, the other bit that I wanted to get into like there's more than enough I imagine this will be an ongoing kind of theme I'll be like your here's your you know mindset you know approach got a couple of different things I think for the for the upcoming pods but I did want to get to this one other uh, part which specifically um, you know these are some cliches that you've probably heard before um, but that uh, you know the mental toughness and practicing and that practice doesn't make perfect practice makes permanent so you want to make sure that whenever you're doing things you're trying to do it authentic whenever you're playing you're engaged I uh I play squad battles with a buddy of mine. I think I've mentioned that before. Um, and a lot of times playing squad battles, if you get lazy, it can actually hurt your ability once you move on into the other. So what I take squad battles as a time for me to practice skill moves, practice doing stuff that I'm not necessarily doing as well there. Some, you know, different types of passes, some different kind of button combinations, uh, things along those lines, you know, really working on my accuracy with like, you know, power shots and headers, which have gotten some 
substantially better um, since you know practicing and really working on that and finding out and fine-tuning that so I I would definitely encourage that Um, I thought these were a couple of uh, quotes that I I think, you know, can be very apropos. Um, You know, Vince Lombardi, known for a variety of things, but uh, I always thought, uh, you know, this whole, like, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Like, that's not his, right? His actual quote is, winning isn't everything, but wanting to win is. Right. And I think there's a difference in that because, I mean, everybody, you go and you want to win and you need, you know, you know, but if you don't, but if you don't even have the want to do, you're just like, oh, I'm going through the motions or whatever, then it's not going to happen. You have to want it. Right. But you don't have to win, but you have to like give it that go. So I'm there, I can't tell you how many games I've lost, maybe a goal or two down where I'm dejected because I haven't had any shots on goal or things like that. Whereas I lose a game where I put on like, you know, I had like 10 or 12 really good shots. I had, you know, the their keeper made some, you know, things. There was, you know, a bad pass that resulted in a goal against me, whatever it is. Taking away that positive from from those experiences, I think, is something that can, you know, really, uh, you know, take the bite out of or even remove it altogether from, you know, a loss. So um, I also thought uh, this one quote that uh, I tell folks all the time, which is actually attributed to, uh, to I guess, Ford, was that uh, the exact wording is um, whether you believe you can do a thing or not, you're right. So if you're like, oh, I can't do it, then you're not going to be able to do it. If you think you can do it, then you're going to have a chance to do it. Don't get to if you're like, okay, well, then I can make it to elite division. There you are in div six, seven, five. You know, you're like, I, you know, just understand that that is a long-term vision and with that as a vision, you then need to work the other steps, as we had kind of said. You don't just get to skip to the end and be all like, oh, right. Having that vision means having that dedication then to figure out how to get there. You don't just get to be all like, I'm going to win, now win. You know, if anybody wanted to do that, you know, they do it. Look at everybody on Shark Tank. They're all the hardest workers ever. They don't all get deals. So, anyway. Because that uh, I uh, don't want to overload you with a whole bunch of stuff, but I was hoping uh, that kind of you got some takeaways here. We know that there's a size of the community and the number of games played, and that that is just such an astronomical number that all kinds of odds and crazy things are going to happen. And so, if you just stick with, you know, those you know kind of five guidelines of you know having your vision staying you know keeping you know focused on it you know having you know grit to kind of overlie that don't rely on your talent you know look and enjoy small steps and make sure that you are taking action to get better at areas or to actually you know foster um, your ability to move forward in that so again hopefully this gives you maybe a little bit of perspective and some inspiration like if I can do it you know anybody can do it kind of a thing but uh, again I encourage you to, uh, to to keep at it again thank you so much if you've stuck around this long and uh, like I said I believe uh, we'll be talking about some other things along this same lines as well as how the season started how the end of the team of the year went and and things along those lines so um, one last shout out before we go Hugo Sanchez the bomb so other than that y'all take care until next time